Hello, it's Jeff. Just before we get to the show, just a friendly reminder to hit follow or subscribe on your podcast app so it's downloaded and ready to go. This is the Records and Rockstars radio podcast with Jeff Woods. So what do you think when I say seven words? I can't actually say the words here, but he did. He being the great thinker and comedian from New York City who, in the summer of 72, was making new best friends with the Milwaukee police force with the seven words you can't say on TV, which landed George Carlin in the local jail after his appearance at Summerfest. And while George Carlin was dealing with censorship, musically, the summer of 1972 was like a lazy, flowing river surrounding castles in the sky, and the crowd was growing bigger, listening for the happy sounds of a band of brothers that went like this. We're into an episode featuring nothing but music from classic albums in 1972. Part three this time featuring July-August-September releases like That Hook from the second Doobie Brothers album, Toulouse Street. Rolling Doobies came with the scenery in 1972 when a homegrown hero from Jamaica had hooks of his own in setting the expression, the harder they come, the harder they fall, to music in a super cool song and album and movie of the same name, starring him in both the film and behind the microphone in the great song by Jimmy Cliff. From the summer of 72, Jamaican Jimmy Cliff from the film in which he starred and created the soundtrack that's credited with having brought reggae to the world, The Harder They Come. Speaking of music for movies in the summer of 72, back in the USA, it didn't get much better than the one that brought soul to the cinema. Hi, I'm Curtis, and I'm so glad that I've got my own, you know, so glad that I can see... I've got a natural hide. The man can't put no thing on me. And he can't put no thing on you either. Keep your nose clean. Don't be no junkie. Remember, Freddy's dead. Everybody's misused him. Ripped him off and abused him. Another junkie plan. Pushing dope for the man. A terrible blow, but that's how it goes. Freddy's on the corner now. Soul legend Curtis Mayfield out in July 72 with the album that also gave us this. From the same so-called black exploitation film, Curtis Mayfield singing Superfly. Hard to understand, but a hell of a man. This cat of the slum had a man, wasn't dumb. But a weakness was shown, cause his hustle was wrong. His mind was his own, but the man lived alone. Ooh, Superfly. 
Summertime 72, that from the soundtrack album Superfly. There's Curtis Mayfield. July 72, a Brit named Bolin was singing about his main man. It's Mark Bolin and T-Rex and Telegram Sam. into an episode featuring classic albums in 1972, part three this time featuring July, August, September releases. July 72, out of England, never a dull moment for Rod Stewart. You wear it well, a little out of time, but I don't July 72, the album that found future Rolling Stone Ronnie Wood joining Rod Stewart outside of their band The Faces for Rod's fourth solo album, Never a Dull Moment. Tunes like that one, you wear it well, and the cover of Rod's favorite singer Sam Cooke, Twisting the Night Away, and the cover of a Jimi Hendrix song called Angel. That July, the most legendary art rock trio from England were on album number four, containing their most successful North American single ever. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Now, right from the beginning, back in America, those in the know knew that a certain Richard would eventually become more frequently referred to as a dick. The American president, John Lennon, would call out as Tricky Dicky. It was August 72 when Nixon was renominated in Florida for a second term, and we know how that turned out. July 72 in music gave us would-be classic albums from Van Morrison with his St. Dominic's preview. And out of Houston, Texas, a sometimes Bob Marley collaborator, this John Lester Nash Jr. was on his way to becoming one of the most notable non-Jamaican artists to record a song in Jamaica that went to reach number one in North America. As Johnny Nash proclaimed, I can see clearly now. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. There's Johnny Nash from the summer of 72, a time when British band Foghat landed with their self-titled debut. 
And at a time when out came the first James Gang album without Joe Walsh, it took two guys to replace him, both from Toronto, singer Roy Kenner, guitarist Dominic Troiano. The James Gang record was called Straight Shooter. And it was August 72, the band of brothers known as the Kinks proclaimed everybody's in showbiz with an epic tribute to legends immortalized in the Hollywood Walk of Fame in the Kinks' classic celluloid heroes. And at the end of August 72, the band known as the band came with the essential live album Rock of Ages with songs recorded the previous New Year's, including the fan favorite cover of the Marvin Gaye song that found drummer Levon Helm singing Don't Do It. Baby, don't you do it. More from the summer of 72, it was that year in an American city that a Canadian band came with an album recorded the previous May in this 2,800-seat venue that was built in 1928 in the city of Seattle, Washington. It's a venue that would see concerts by other bands like Pink Floyd the year before, The Grateful Dead in July 72, Queen in 1975, Marley played there multiple times later in the 70s. But on this night, the 22nd of May, 72, these five took the stage for what would become their only live album of the 1970s with a 17-minute version of American Woman and the song that would appear on no studio records, this live smash that takes you to Red Deer, Terrace, Hannah, Medicine Hat. This tune is homegrown, starring the Guess Who live at the Music from the summer of 72, as August wound down and September fired up, so would the temperature in Munich, West Germany, as Palestinian terrorists took the Olympic Village apartment of Israeli athletes. Later at the airport, the shootout that took 15 lives. Rock and roll, by comparison, was far less a vicious game, with records out that August, including Smoke and O.P.'s, For Other Peoples, by Bob Seger, and the self-titled debut album from Styx. And from September 72, the album and the song that would save the career of the British band who'd have become a footnote were it not for David Bowie. It was his song in their hands that gave them a new lease on life, with the Bowie-written and produced hit single of the same name. So we say, hey dudes, carry the news. It's Ian Hunter's band, Mock the Hoople. To late summer 1972 from the album, also containing their cover of Lou Reed's Sweet Jane. There's Mott the Hoople. It was the first week of September 72 that an American who by the fourth grade had been in and out of about six schools, he didn't like school, but he loved the game of chess. And he'd become the winner of the most talked about match in history as this Bobby Fischer defeated Boris Spassky in Reykjavik, Iceland, going on to become the new world chess champion. 
And September 72 in the Tube came the first in a series of spin-offs from the great show All in the Family as B. Arthur starred in Maud. It was long before she became a golden girl, as you know. Now, every September, some of us remember being in school as we smile at the memory of when the teacher rolled up into the classroom, a TV on wheels, so we could all witness the glory that was the Canada national men's hockey team beating Russia 65 to win the series. That was September 28, 1972. Paul Henderson, the star with the winning goal. There's just nothing bigger than that in hockey for a Canadian of a certain age. And September of 72, and music saw the late summer hit album and song that reveled in the celebration of summer. Summer breeze makes me feel fine Blowing through the jasmine in my mind Summer breeze makes me feel fine Blowing through the jasmine in my mind From that summer smash by Seals and Crofts to a 10-minute epic from September 72, a band that sounded unlike any other came with a classic album comprised of only three cuts, one of which took an entire side. Album art lovers also recall the unmistakable image of the great Roger Dean. And credit for the sounds within, it was sometimes David Bowie keyboardist virtuoso Rick Wakeman's second time contributing to a Yes album, as he followed up the success of the album Fragile with the Yes album known as Close to the Edge. taking you close to the edge with that classic British art rock band known as Yes. And to the end of another Records and Rockstars episode produced by Robbie Johnston, with thanks to him, especially you for listening. Till next time. The Records and Rockstars radio podcast is available every Thursday. Be sure to subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your streaming audio so you never miss an episode. Rate and review to help us spread the word. All this and more at jeffwoodsradio.com. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast. But we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better... Check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com and listen to our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.